This week's episode is sponsored by Rusty's Famous Balls, the jewels of the Duncan family since 2004. I, I know that sounds like a joke, but it's actually not. So continue listening and learn more. Digging in the crates for something good. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Miscellaneous important stuff. Welcome back to the show. This week, one of the owners of the advertising agency I work for, my boss, Rusty Duncan, came on the show. And you know what? Honestly, I wasn't sure if he was going to, but he came on and he actually sponsored this episode with his made-up business, Rusty's Famous Balls. So we really appreciate him. We talked about the advertising industry. We talked about how his agency got started and we just talked. So it was great. I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. And three, two, one. 40 minutes. Got it. All right. Rusty. Hey. Um, how'd you get in advertising? By accident. Did you really? Yeah. Weren't you a media buyer? Media no, buyer? hell no. I, want, I thought I was going to be a sportscaster. Ah, I did know that. I was, uh, you know, I'm an award-winning uh, college sportscaster, actually, at the University you were the, of Central uh, Oklahoma. You were the Boom Goes the Dynamite guy. No, I I didn't do that, but he was he was one of my idols. <laughs> He's all yeah. of our idols. Reggie Miller's looking good. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of good catchphrases, so yeah. Boom Goes the Dynamite was just one of probably many in his life. I'd say it's his one-hit wonder. It's the one he's remembered for. Yeah, it was a good one. No, I thought I thought I was going to be TV guy. You know, I thought it was really cool. I love sports. Wanted to be around it. Did that in college. And then um, interned at Channel 9. It was right after um, the OSU plane crash. Bill Teagans was their sportscaster. He died, so they had new people in there. And it, I just saw the uh, really shitty side of that business. And it made me like, oh, maybe I don't want to do this. And then I waited tables and worked in restaurants through college. And sports, you know, being on TV and like waiting tables, you're always working at the shittiest times. Everyone else is having a good time and you're like at work. And I kind of, that part, I was like, I don't know if I like this. Yeah. You want to live a somewhat normal yeah. life. And then, and then we started, um, you know, graduations near, we started like sending out like, I made like a five minute, you know, tape or whatever to send to these stations. And I'm sending them to Kearney, Nebraska and Billings, Montana. I'm like, I don't fucking live there. <laughs> and so I was like, ah, maybe not. And I kind of stumbled upon a job in TV sales and I go in the interview and the two people have their back turned to me. I turn around as a guy I've known since I was a little kid. He's like, Duncan, he put it like, get over here, get under my wing kind of thing. And so he kind of took me into the business from a sales side and i figured out it's like oh man this tv station sucks they don't need this they need a brand they need something else and so that's kind of i kind of got approached from a client to start a start an in-house agency with them and that's kind of how i got kind of sucked into advertising i guess 
but you did sales. I, but I, I look at you as more of a creative. I think I've transitioned to that. I mean, I like, I'm a people person. I like to please, but I also, yeah, I kind of, I get bored really easily. So yeah, I think noticed. that's kind of how I got into creative, I guess you could say. So what was that first client? Can you say? Oh, um, the people went in house with was like advanced laser center. Speaking of creative though, can I talk about your setup in here is amazing. Yeah. You can talk about it. Nobody can see it. I mean, yet, it's though. like, it's, there's so much porn on the wall, but other than that, it is amazing. Yeah. Describe the porn. Uh, well, that's a map. Never mind. It's not really <laughs> porn. But there's a lot of cameras in here that could be porn. That's true. Uh, but no, it's like a setup. it's like a really freaking cool studio. So hey, I appreciate good for that. you, Jay. Good for you. So for anybody who's curious about it, they can either come on or uh, hopefully eventually I'll be streaming. This yeah, worldwide. Show. Yeah. Worldwide. Well, yeah, worldwide. anything you put on the internet is worldwide. So. That's true. You have the potential to reach the entire world with your podcast stream. Oh, man. You know what? I have the analytics for it and it is fun, even though it's less than 1% for certain countries, but it shows every country that it's in that so, somebody's listened to it in. So one of the TV stations is like KSBI, a really crappy TV station. They had like a little one sheet sales sheets and one of them said, cause they like broadcast the whole state. It's like, you have the potential to reach the entire state of Oklahoma. <laughs> it's like, who wrote that shit? It's so funny. <laughs> if those people were to turn on the TV and yeah. watch your channel. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So when, um, yeah, how'd you get to ICG though? And maybe you should talk about that, like how I know the story, but like the way you three owners met up and started up an advertising agency, like how'd you get from just one client to well, having so, your own agency? Um, the guy that I turned that I he turned around at UPN where I was and saw him, a guy named Michael Hayes. He, um, he kind of had, um, mutual friends, um, with my business partner, Eric, and he introduced Eric, um, to me. And I, I was working at an agency and the production guy, um, was, uh, he was going on vacation and he's from, uh, I forget, he's, I think he might be from Vietnam maybe, but when they go, they're like, peace out for like two months. I didn't know that. And the client needed creative done in the time way he's gone. So I was like scrambling to find someone and Mike hooked me up with Eric and Doug who, um, were doing production and kind of agency work. And so I worked with them like, Oh, well, these guys are pretty creative. And, um, so we did a couple spots with them. And from there it was just kind of like, okay, kind of like these guys and kind of at the same time I was doing this in-house agency with advanced laser and those guys, it was like, Hey, we gotta get this thing going. I'm like, guys, it takes time to like get clients and build up and everything. And I think it might've been like six months or eight months in. And they were, <laughs> I think it was like a July. I remember they like came in here, here's your last check. And they said, get, get pretty much get the hell out really? of here. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, Oh shit. But at the same time I was working on like, um, uh, the, some of the flooring stuff and that hit right as that transition happened. And so I kind of somehow Eric, Doug and I were, we figured we wanted to work on projects together. And so I kind of started working on projects with them. I moved into where we were on the Northwest expressway where Eric's dad owned the building paid a little rent. And then we started working on projects together, kind of as like three separate companies still. And as things progressed and we decided kind of to, that we were going to merge our companies and kind of, you know, tackle things together as opposed to as three separate entities. So that's kind of how ICG was born. 
do you still like advertising and i i ask that because i feel like like you said i think you can have a short attention span and also i know you just like to make cool things so does it ever get frustrating that just working for clients making uncool stuff yeah and in that you're required to because you own the business and you have to what i think it's advertising is more it's like art and commerce right coming together but at the end of the day it's more commerce and so that some of the time some of the people get it as far as there's a there's a healthy balance some people are very heavy on the commerce side and don't want anything to do with art but i think the way the industry's gone people are they don't give a shit they're not paying attention to anything and so that's why that's why from a creative standpoint it's like yay we get the we need to create attention for for these brands no one cares how much your what your car payment is and all that stuff there you can get that same vehicle anywhere and so that that's the kind of idea that i love is like being able to kind of create attention where maybe brands don't deserve it in a way but we have to insert ourselves in conversations do this stuff so so yeah i mean doing the boring stuff sucks it's so bad but i think i mean you have you but they come around eventually yeah. or we find partnerships where that lines up more um because it's ugh. yeah it's not fun but, but then it, you're it always to... going to have the people that just want regular stuff right yeah i mean you hope the work you create attracts more like-minded brands um versus attracts just people that just want you to just basically do what you tell them to do basically so yeah i don't know well when was the shift for you though because i feel like um in the beginning i'm, I'm sure you just like take the work you can get right because you need you need clients we were pitching like uh oh like uh thrift stores and stuff oh my god uh I can see a thrift store being fun though. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember what I think. I think it was so early. We pitched like a thrifty, the squirrel or some shit like that for a thrift store. <laughs> and, and the weirdest thing, the guy kind of talked like this and he's like, um, um, actually pretty interesting. Um, I actually love squirrels. Squirrels are my favorite. And we're just like, oh my God, how did this even happen? So this is what you pitched? You pitched his yeah, character? Yeah, like or it was like, guy you knew? Thrifty the Squirrel for like a thrift store. And it was like some, I don't, I don't remember all the details, but the guy was like, I love squirrels. No shit. I love squirrels. And we're like, oh my God, dude. And you didn't know that before? No, hell no. <laughs> Doug and I looked at each other like, what just happened? And, and then, and then like, you look back like, oh, we just pitched it, you know, but you know, but I, I don't, I don't even care what the client is as long as they're, if they understand that this is attention, we're in attention business, I need to create attention for my brand. Let's, let's do something like that. And then it all ties back to their bottom line and growing their business. And that's what it's all about. So it's growing their business. Uh, it, it has to be creativity that's tied and kind of, you know, linked to something. And ultimately we have to, we have to sell shit, you know? Yeah. It's a business. You can't just make cool shit. I mean, and what, I guess what's, what is it like? Cause you, you're an owner and in some ways you, you can pick what you're going to work on. Right. I mean, you could even, but you could even do nothing if you wanted. you could back out. You could as an owner. Yeah. I, and like, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm just saying you, you could back out. You could do other things. You could leave. You have some freedom because you're like, 
you started the thing, right? So Popped what's it like to have, knowing that other people, other creatives are gonna get bored, are not gonna wanna do the work, and obviously they can leave too. How do you, how do you deal with that having in employees? I, because I, 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 I don't think th you're sensitive to that because you know what that feels like. Well, I think a, 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 a business like advertising, it's not like we're in charge of a factory or a t-shirt that's making, you know, or a company that's just making stuff and like selling it. It's a lot of, you know, the people's talents are their mind and their, their skill set of how they think and how they creatively think. So it's kind of hard to like, just kind of back out of something like that. Uh, I think you can build to a point where, yeah, an owner's not as heavily involved in the day to day, but involved in creative and that, and we're kind of working towards that. Um, cause you don't want me managing people's time and stuff, but I want, I'm more, I want to be a big picture guy more mm -hmm. than I want to work on like banner ads and stuff like that. Um, but ultimately there's, there's a hierarchy there involved with, you know, being able to, you know, to work on all those things. But I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'd be, I'm, I'd be really bored not doing anything. And I, I would love the creative process. Love, I love making clients grow their business grow. And I love, you know, you know, helping them. And I love doing it in a way where it gets attention in a positive way. And they, and they, I love that they get it when the point, when they get it and they see the value of like the attention and then they come back and they want more of it. And then other clients are attracted to work with us because they see what has worked. Yeah. I guess really what I'm asking is like, it seems like in advertising and I've read some about this too, that it's just people who get into it. It's a very, it's very short lived and they move on to, well, either they go to another agency or they get out of the industry altogether because of just what the works like. And I assume because it, you know, a lot of agencies, you're not working on great stuff or you just don't like what you do. And so do you guys think about that? Like, are you w more worried about, Cause I like the culture, you know, at ICG and I do think it's different. Not that I haven't worked at any other agency, but me neither. Are you, but are you thinking about that or is it just like you accept that that's just how advertising is and you're going to get people in and out the door? Well, um, Eric, Doug and I are the only ones that are going to care about that business ultimately more than anyone else. It's a, it, it's yes, it's a career, but it's, it's a job you guys can get up and leave and go anywhere the hell you want anytime. We don't really have that luxury or we didn't start a business to have that luxury. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, so, you know, people are going to come and go. Some of the people that I thought would be lifers are not with us anymore, whether they moved or they did whatever. But at the same time, that is at first it used to be a big gut punch, but I mean, yeah, it sucks a lot for certain people. Cause you're like, man, we, you know, but it, it's, you know, and people that have left are like, wanted to come back. They're like, well, I mean, we can't really do that because we've moved on. We have to move on. We have to keep going forward for our clients yeah. and for the people that, you know, we gotta, we gotta pay, uh, pay the bills and we gotta pay payroll and all that stuff. So we gotta keep moving on. So it's like breaking up with a girlfriend. You can't just keep going back. I know you can't. Yeah. I could. could well, I, could I, imagine. I did in high school a couple of times, same girl, but right. But then did, how, how did that end? Didn't, no, it didn't end well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, I imagine that side's tough because you want to, especially if you have a good team together, you want to keep them together, right? And, 
Yeah, when I said earlier that you can kind of back out if you need to, I don't mean that as in you don't have... You want me to back out, dude? No, no, no. Okay. I don't mean that you're not like invested in the business. I mean, but because you own it, you can sort of craft your own experience a little bit more, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, but... Because it's yours. You can say this is sort of what I want to be. Yeah. Yeah, you can, I guess. Yeah, we do a little bit. Well, yeah, I I don't... Like I said, you know... And I don't mean that as a bad thing. No, I mean, I think... think That's everyone's goal i think you i think there's a difference between working in the business and on the business so right now i work in the business and on the business so as you would back out you would work on the business versus working in the business so like day to day on projects yeah but like working on the business is more of like you know the agency as a whole versus in the businesses um scheduling and and planning and sitting through every meeting about every little detail and stuff like that where we have done a good job of finding great people that can handle that. And I think that's the thing early on as a younger company, you're in it and on it all the time. And so you gotta, you have to figure out when you can back out and that's, you know, building a leadership team up from there and building people that have been with the company for a long time. And you, you're able to back out so you can work on it versus in it. And so we, you know, and that's kind of, that's kind of the goal, but I mean, on it can still be, in it if that makes sense so it's yeah, just at the same little, time yeah do you think you'll be in advertising forever or do you like do you have other creative ventures that you would like to pursue even if you were doing both at the same time like rusty's famous balls yeah like rusty's famous balls is this the the plug the big plug right now uh well we just need to take a commercial break real quick <laughs> miscellaneous important stuff is brought to you by rusty's famous balls a Duncan Family Jewel since 2004, two, five, I don't know. What it, and where are those available at? What they are available. Um, they're seasonal and they're available in Rusty's neighborhood and for his closest friends and sometimes the people at his office. But they are a bitch to make. Are they? Yeah, it takes a while. You go on Shark Tank, they'll, they'll help you figure it out. That's true. No, yeah, no, that was a, that was a complete... Um, accident and it's turned into like a name of a company or a holding company if you will but um i remember as a kid like uh going to like super bowl parties and stuff and having these like sausage balls i'm like what are these are so good and then my mom would make them growing up and then it's like i I want that recipe and i go it's like i'm sure it's this freaking awesome recipe book and it's some old ass neighborhood recipe book the sausage balls nothing you know easy yeah easy and so i started making them every holiday and like uh renee my wife her family and everyone come over and they'd eat them or they'd be like what is this and then it eventually became rusty's famous balls and then one day we had like a dirty santa party to go to and i we didn't have any gifts but we were gonna give them the balls and i like called brandon on the way into the office i'm like hey make me a logo real quick for this and by the time I got in the office, like 25 minutes later, he had already had a logo made and I had Justin next door, put out some t-shirts and next thing you know, boom, a brand was born. God, that's cool though. Yeah. So you should do more with it. Maybe you can get someone else to make them for you. You yeah. just give them the recipe. That'd be tough. I mean, we, I, I mean, is that working on it and in it or that's not working in it. That'd be working on it by giving, delegating that, right? Yeah, but you've already worked in it. That's true. Now you can work on it. And it's simple enough, I would think, that you could just delegate. Well, I mean, there's some secret to to it. But. I'll just write the secret down and they'll do it. 
that's not how secrets work. Text me. the secret. Yeah, yeah, then it's no, that's not how it's secrets a secret work. between that's two not, people. <laughs> a text is not. It's like it's that's true. You know, the FBI could get their hands All on right, that text. Snapchat the secret. They could screenshot it, dude. They tell you if you screenshot. But then you, they would still know that it didn't matter. Well, all right. Send a Snapchat to someone you trust. Uh, yeah. We're going to... Okay. Coming up next. <laughs> the secret. See, but like that there, like you doing that, I feel like that's the difference between people being successful with something and, and then maybe just working a job even if they don't want to. Most of the shit I do is like random and on the fly. But you do it and to me that's that's the difference some people have ideas forever you even even if you did nothing with that just like making a phone call and saying i'm going to do something with this is like that could be the start of something big even if you decide like oh, i didn't feel like it oh yeah and there's plenty of things that i didn't do but yeah, yeah. I, I think it's i think having the the resources to be able to do stuff like that is great and that's what i think the agencies allowed us to do is like have that creative outlet as far as with you know passion projects or just I mean, like this, I mean, I think, you know, stuff like this is awesome to have, you know, it's from a side thing. And there's a lot of people that have side hustles and stuff like that. And we, we love it. And I think it's really cool that you're doing this. So yeah, I'm just hope, like, I just hope it doesn't bomb. I mean, it's already bombed, but I have, uh, I think my average listener base is like 23 now. Holy crap. I know it's, it's through the roof. It's been consistent though the same 23 <laughs> yeah well i forgot how they average that but what, it's interesting to see the numbers well how have you promoted your podcast i haven't that's why like in a way i'm excited because so why I, have you not promoted your podcast because i'm advertising i know i know how to do it i think i wanted to get to a place where i felt comfortable with it where i felt like i knew what i was trying to do I so you want to have credibility with like episodes yeah, I don't, up. Like, I'll never delete the episodes. I'll keep the bad ones. I just want to get into a rhythm where I feel comfortable with what I'm doing. I know where I want to be as far as subject matter and get into a rhythm with how I do it. And then I promote it. Like, you know, the stuff I have in here now with the, the backdrops and all that, it's new and it's just trying to figure out how I would promote it to make it look good instead of just fumbling around. Because as long as I do this weekly and keep talking to people, it'll get better even if... You know, it takes a long time. Well, don't wait to tell people, though. No, I don't, I don't not tell people. I've just been slow about, I guess, spending money on advertising or uh, posting about it because I'm more focused on doing it because I do like it. Even if even if I this was it and I never promoted it and there was no side money from it, I just I like it. I enjoy. You're not doing this for money, are you? I don't have made no money. No, it's cost me a lot of money to do it. So, I mean, no, right now it's nothing. So I, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't be doing it right now. I mean, there's always that possibility, but I think if I, I think you can't get into something like this for money because there's not a lot of money in it. Yeah. The ball game's pretty, uh, pretty expensive too. Is it? Um, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of, it's, you know, sausage. That's a, that's a, pretty big commodity it's a pretty pricey commodity what are in those sausage balls and what sausage are you purchasing well um it's a uh, i won't i won't reveal my brand um at least at least on this podcast stay tuned for next week and i might reveal the brand he'll text it to you just text me your number yes and um he'll snapchat it no um you know there's a little bit of hot sausage and mild sausage 
uh, some cheese that I won't reveal, um, some spices, and some, you know, bisquick. Ooh. Yeah. So it gives it that, you know, kind of fullness. It's not just, it's not all meat. It's got a little bit of bread in there too. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. It's good stuff. It's I've only had it once. How was it? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. That's when I learned about just, well, it wasn't even a brand yet. <laughs> that was a while ago, huh? Speaking of brands. Oh, Segway. I didn't mean to do that, but then I had a thought. Speaking of brands, how important is it to have a brand? Like a personal brand or no, a, just I, a I brand? Hate, I hate the term personal brand, but I mean, I get it for sure. Some people, but everyone yes. thinks they have a personal brand now and you don't. I don't have a personal brand. Well, that's different. Do your I kids I mean, how important is a brand? brand? Yeah. I mean, I remember like when, oh my gosh, we were Jack or Bryce, what of them, they were like four years old driving by and they see a Taco Bell logo and they're like, you know, wanting that. Yeah. They're, I mean, you can recognize brands from such an early age. So yeah, it's... It's crucial, like have a consistent brand that they, you know, you know what it's about and you know, you know what you're going to get, you know, when you go to Chick-fil-A, they're going to say my pleasure. I mean, it's, it's, it's crucial. It really is. But do you, do you ever feel like you have to spend a lot of time explaining to people why a brand is important? Uh, so, I mean, some people, some people are a little quick to. Not that I'm asking for names. I just assume. Uh... Susan, she doesn't know <laughs> shit about brands. <laughs> I thought it was Linda. Oh, Linda. No, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, it's like understanding global warming or, you know, whatever lane that people are in. Yeah. Yeah. You got to flat earth, all that. But isn't shit, it surprising? So. Cause you, you think about it, it's very obvious to you. Cause you're like, well, that's what, that's what you do. Like, yeah, you need a yeah. brand, you need, that's how you sell it. You could have a terrible product, but a great brand and you still sell it. But some people seem, some like people are, are successful in spite of having not good brands. And that means you're like, oh man, wow. Just, think if you had a great brand how well you would do um but i mean look at all the like a coca-cola or apple any of those brands they nike i mean come on i mean it's i think it's just thinking practical on everything too on branding you don't think about things because it just works so well you know people don't really they don't know the like the psychological um you know backbone to everything and but because they're not thinking about it but it has a it has a huge play into you know the way people just experience life and do life yeah that's true branding what do you think about a brand though that or let's say a logo that looks terrible but they're really successful and that logo is known everywhere and the design is obviously bad do you have the urge to change it or do you go, no, they're like, that's their brand. It's a terrible brand, but people know that brand. Yeah. I'm talking about Nike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you could, I mean, yeah, you want to change it, but. Cause I can think of a couple brands where it's like, oh, that's not good. Say it. No. Say the brand. No. Say it, bro. Actually, you know what? The one I'm thinking of, or that I first thought of was Hideaway. I think it's Hideaway. They got a new brand. No, they don't have a new brand. Yeah, they do. They have the weird tie-dye. No, they updated all that stuff. I was just there. Nah, it's updated. It's good. Are you sure? I think so. Even if it's not, I'm saying like it's recognizable though. Oh, because of the dude? Yeah. We were like, oh, it's kind of like 
weird. Well, that was like nineties or crude. whatever. Yeah, but they've kept it or they, I thought they did. No, that's pretty good. I'm going to go by there. I might even go by there and do a pizza review. Tonight. Jay hates hideaway. Everybody. I do not hate hideaway. I had it, uh, before my brother's wedding. It's pretty good. That's good. I it's had the not... pepperoni and it was like, did you rate it? What do you, what score would you give it? Oh, I was hungry that day, so I don't know if it'd be a fair score, but I'd, I'd give it like a, oh man, probably like 7-1. Ooh, that's a high score. Yeah. That was and good it's not that even day. like New York style. No, but it was good that day. No, it's I liked it's the good. pepperonis on it. What would you score the ranch at Hideaway? Like the ranch dip? The ranch dressing, yeah. Oh, I didn't have it. You don't, the, seriously? Wait. That's the best freaking no, part didn't. about going to Hideaway, dude. Their ranch is like freaking amazing is it better than the uh empire's pink sauce yes oh come on you like all that dill dill or whatever oh. i don't know what's in it but it's pink and it's tasty <laughs> that's um that's what she said <laughs> it's pink and it's that's, tasty. that's the best that's what she said <laughs> uh, all week uh, all right all Frankie. week seven one that's a that's a that's a big score for hideaway but it's pretty good well what would you give it i don't know six eight it just doesn't that's close to what I, I, you got to three if you're points. scoring on like a new york style pizza you can't that's true well if you're scoring on new york style then it yeah they have like a thin points. crust but i've never had it i don't i don't want to go there i think the yeah anyway you're drifting away from that microphone oh shit sorry yeah what about uh what do you think barstool sports is doing right with their brand whatever the fuck they want they don't care you think uh, so i think they care i mean the brand is cool but as far as like from a content perspective they saw the need that hey you could be on satellite or you could make your own media company using social platforms and just like have whatever opinion it doesn't have to be politically correct they could do whatever they want and i think there was a huge audience for that and so they were just like jackpot the prez basically just does what he wants or he make creates you know his own reality of things he does he just you know the pizza review stuff is awesome i mean i love that brand gosh anyone who hasn't seen pizza reviews barstool sports pizza reviews you have to watch it one bite everyone else rules there's, it's so addictive i don't know why because maybe because they're short and they're pretty short nothing to them and people are always coming up to him like as he's talking he's like oh, i'm doing a Enter, yeah what do you yeah this guy over here he's a look at him he's an idiot he's wearing a tie and he's dumb and he's walking it's like get get out of here you know yeah i mean he does all he just says whatever the hell he wants somebody told that me i found a pretty annoying, bad example but and i was like he's playing it he's like a character he's not i mean part of it anyway i bet he's i bet he's uh very refined he like they, like, they, they own a lot far. they own a lot of racehorses and stuff so i'm sure he's refined and drinks Is he really like nice wine instead of beer and stuff like that i bet so. he's great off camera like sitting down and talking to him but he's he'd be really interesting to have a conversation with oh yeah he'd be cool you think he's listening to this maybe he'll come on well he is uh he you just missed him he was listener 24 <laughs> only, yours only goes up to 23 uh, 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 and, uh, and uh, half of them probably work at icg no that's a fact uh, although lately i've been wondering i don't know how did you what kind of data do you get with people do you like as far as it should be like state city country so time of day they listen to it 
Mm, I don't get that, but I can refresh and see. At what point can you have ads and get make? I can get it now, but I just haven't turned it on because you also have to put the ads in there. And I'm like, I don't right now. I'd just rather have better content without ads. And then if there were more people listening, maybe I'd put ads. Oh, cool. Come on, guys. Do you think it's more important for heavy content, like uh, quantity over quality? Or like finding out like the perfect balance of that? Because now there's so many people who have huge brands and success and they it's all about quantity. Put out content daily. Just put out content. And they succeed that way. Yeah. I, you know, I think, I think there's a, you can win both ways, but they obviously win both ways by just like people have YouTube channels, the early adopters, and they just put out the dumbest videos, but people, but watch them. My kids watch them. Yeah. Some of the dumbest shit you'll ever see. And people are glued to that stuff. It's crazy. I think it was easier to do back then. The early adopters were able to get away with it. Like the kids that just open up toys and review. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, we are like it's huge it's, unboxing. It's, yes, it's amazing. I would have. Are you kidding me? I would have watched. Probably when I was a kid, I would have watched the crap out of that. But I'm like, are you kidding me? All I want to say is like, turn that shit down to like all the stuff that they're watching half the time. Like the fact that you watch people <laughs> open a play box. video games or open a. The fact that you watch that. That is crazy, Jay. That is insane. Yeah. But hey, you think I'm not. Crazy? I'm not hating though. I think it like there's an audience. There's an opportunity. Then they they go and do it. Kids want my. I mean my. You know, uh, Camry. Uh, my daughter Camry has a vlog on YouTube. Yeah, there's shout out only to like World. four, three. I was a fan. I was a follower. I was a big time vlog watcher of uh, Camry's vlog. Wasn't that the name of the channel, Camry's vlog? Yeah, I think so. Cam, yeah, Camry's World, Camry's Vlog, but yeah, she. You should know you were the one editing it. Yeah, I did, and you know the editing is a lot of work, and if people don't know, it's a, it's a lot of work. And if you don't know shortcuts, and if you edit on a laptop, it is a lot of work. Um, and so yeah, Camry, she doesn't know how to edit, and I'm like, I'm busy. And you're like, grow up, learn it. Yeah, and Renee's like, can you just post it? I go, yeah, you just got to post it. Just post it from your phone. No intro, any of that stuff. I can't, yeah. you know. You want quality. Because I suck. I'm slow at that. But I mean, like we did our little video all the way to um, Florida or wherever, where we like oh, the, did uh, the, what is that Drake the song? The Shuff- Kiki, Kiki Challenge. Challenge in every state on the way. Oh my God, that took us forever to get there. And then I'm like, everyone's out the pool. I'm like, oh, let me run up and try to edit this. And then I can't figure stuff out. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God, this sucks. You were editing that on the trip? I know. And I like, like rolled it out on when we were on vacation still Renee's like what the fuck are you doing i'm like, trying, I'm trying to build to a channel video I'm trying to build a brand for our daughter you know what i launched i launched too big so the expectations are really high with every video <laughs> like i can't just let them put a shitty video on the channel you could though i could but it would be i mean it's, i mean it's once my, you've established that you're you're releasing weekly would it be better to skip a week or to release a bad video or why don't we just release one a year and build slowly by the time she's, yeah. and then you add a, add one every year. And by the time she's like 16, 17, then she's going to be up to like maybe, you know, seven, eight a year. Yeah. It's a maybe slow build. 30 or 40 subscribers. Yeah. You'll have, you'll be, you'll be in a mansion by then. You'll be long gone <laughs> with this, with, this your podcast. Po- with your pod. 
<laughs> it'll be a it'll be a podcast that streams. Does anyone else stream their podcast? Yeah, it's I've, on purpose. Yeah, I've been yeah. reading about it. It's weird because podcasting started as just audio, but now it's become more common for people to post a video too. What's well, like ESPN? You they have radio shows and they like broadcast those yeah. on TV. It is weird because there's like the podcast setup with you know the podcast mics and all that, but people want to see the video. But I think that's common. You hear somebody on the radio, you kind of wonder what they look like. You kind of wonder what's happening. Even Howard Stern. I mean, in yeah, the 90s, I mean, he was doing it way before everybody else. He was on the radio, but they were showing what was happening in the studio, which was new back then. Mm, that's true. But who didn't love that show? You watched that show, right? Yeah, it was good stuff. Because they brought in like little people and like yeah. weird stuff. Yeah. And you got to see it. And that's what I love about Joe Rogan too. Like if you just want to listen to the audio, you can listen to the audio. But... If you want to see them having the conversation, that's available. So he's, I think he's said he's got, he has a lot of views on YouTube. You get app, like iTunes listeners too, but also on YouTube. So it's more about having both available. I was reading that somebody got, like they doubled their downloads just because they got video and audio. Man. Yeah. So wait, we're talking 46 people? Yeah. Pushing 50. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's blowing up all over the world. Man, we just got to share this thing and then see what happens. Just give it one little share. You think so? And see what happens. I haven't shared it at all. And then maybe that one share, someone else will share it. And it'll just keep sharing itself. And then eventually... I would rather... You tell me. I would rather promote this through ads in other states and grow it that way instead of asking people to share something that they don't actually listen to. Hmm. So you think people in other states want to listen? I don't know. It's more, I feel like it's more of a pride thing or ego thing. I don't want to ask. I don't want to share it. You don't want a sympathy share. (laughs) No, I, I really don't because I feel like that's what everyone does and they want, they want their friends. They don't want to tell, they want to tell their friends, or acquaintances like look i'm doing something look at this thing i'm doing share it like it you'd rather get like idaho famous i really would why don't you just focus pick a state like like you've got a map Uh, well that's kind of a world map yeah we can look at africa though that's but maybe you get a bigger map like just the united states and throw a dart and whatever month whatever that hits that's the state you focus on or the area wherever that dart hit i like it and be like i want to get you know, Boise, Idaho famous, or I want to, I want to get like, you know, Portland, Oregon famous and just go from there and see what happens. I think it's a great idea. And then if that doesn't work, then who cares? Then ha- Well, I would just say maybe get some sympathy shares just to build some to confidence. To make myself feel yeah, better? It, yeah, build it up a little bit. No, but what's great about this is I've had such low expectations from the beginning. Like I didn't think, you know, I've never. We've had Matt Farley on like what, twice? Uh, yeah, twice. So One. yeah, it makes sense. So yeah, from an expectation him, standpoint, once he was talking about uh, how to cook uh, burgers, so <laughs> <laughs> that was a short episode. Oh wow, yeah, it didn't take long at all, did it? No, no, it's like we were we started and then we were done. Get Doug about talking about how to cook rice properly uh, and Matt doing burgers. That would be a great food yeah, episode. Both really know they've really honed their craft as far as uh, cooking goes. Oh my gosh, um, those guys are the best. No, but I really don't care if. If, if nobody ever listened, it'd be fine. 
I think. Why do it if no one listens though? Like, I did. A, I did a whole podcast on it. But look at this setup, man. I know. It's like because when I you do don't even things, have a couch. You just have like a studio where you'd have a yeah. couch. Because when I do things, I go all in, and I I pursue things. I don't just dabble in things. I guess when I do it, I try to do it the best I can. Like these guitars, do you play them well up here on the wall? I don't play them well because I've been focusing on this, but I do play the uh, guitar some. But if you went all in, you would have this would look like a guitar center, right? It probably would. I mean, I I don't know. I'm just um, I'm driven i'm ambitious so when i when there's something i want to do like i just do it i rarely think about i try not to think about all the things that could go wrong and i just do it because it's a lot of money to spend on this stuff for for what i don't know maybe for nothing well for 23 people yeah isn't isn't that crazy though do it for them i i think about a podcast as a way for me to document conversations that i've had like interesting conversations with people and so if i did if i did this for 10 years or 20 years because it wouldn't i don't think it'd be that hard to do this once a week for that long down the road it's like cool to see like how i've progressed through life i'd say it's almost like you're you're it's therapy right it really yeah it's very therapeutic yeah as far as getting you to talk getting you to ask questions learn how to you know communicate all those things so talking to lots of different people with different ideas. So it's beneficial to me every week. I love it. I would do it. I'd do it every day if I had the time. I just don't have the time, but it's fun. It is fun. Right? You got Legos. I got Legos on the table. There's beer here. This place is amazing. There's cameras. Oh, we got 10 seconds left. 10 seconds. Is it going to make a noise? No, I turned the audio off. Oh, I learned that uh, three from a couple podcasts. Two, ago. one. Thank you for listening to yeah. Rusty's famous ball podcast. No. Well, I, I mean, spon- sponsored, brought to you by miscellaneous important stuff. Sponsored by Rusty's famous balls, yeah. not the sweaty balls, the RFBs. Thanks for bringing the uh, t-shirt. And Man, the, yeah. I mean, and the beer. We appreciate you letting us be a sponsor of the show. Yeah, that's. Um, so I'll give you a t-shirt. Do you have one? No. Oh. Not yet. I'm can working I, on can it. Can I take a blue Lego? Oh, yeah, for sure. This one? You want to wear it as a necklace? Nah. That's dumb. All right. All right. Okay, well, thanks for coming on, and uh, come back again soon. What? Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to have... You want to plug something? Um, Like what? Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, advertising is crazy pants and it changes every 30 seconds. So I think I'll stick with it because I get bored really easily. And I think you should too because you get really passionate. Stick with advertising or get bored really easy? Me, what, what, who you what? You said, I think you should too. Yeah, you should stick with advertising. I'll stick with advertising. Not stick with being bored really easy. I like advertising. Yeah, it's fun. I like advertising where I'm at. Well, you've never been anywhere else. So you don't know. You might like it. I've other heard. Places. I've heard enough. I feel like I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If I was gonna go to a different agency, I don't think it'd be in Oklahoma, just because I'm competitive in a way. So it's also like you know, I don't want to be like Katie and go to. You don't want to be a cupcake. No, I don't want to go to the agency that I that I don't like or that I'm competing with. That's true. Maybe friendly competition, but still, I don't want to go there. I got gotcha. you. 
So if I did that, it would be because I was moving states, I think. But I don't know if I if I weren't at ICG, I don't know that I'd want to be in advertising somewhere else. Oh, that's so sweet, Jay. I mean, it's true. I've told other people that. I'm not just saying that because you're here. Man, I'm going to let you keep this blue Lego now. All right. No, that's the reason you should take it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'll sign it for you if you want. I don't... Nah. All right. All right, thanks All right. for having me on. All right, Frank. All right, there. Well, I'll talk to you later. One podcast, there knows rules. All right, bye. Thanks again to Rusty for coming on the show. Thanks again to Rusty's Famous Balls for sponsoring this episode. And, uh, you know, come back anytime, Rusty. It was a lot of fun. It really was. But anyway... If you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>